Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be at church today. So thankful for God's goodness. Allowing us to come to his house to worship, to praise, and to magnify his great name. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Amen. I'm thankful that I'm able to come together with God's wonderful people and uh, to worship him because he is worthy of all of our praise, although this is a little bit different than normal. But God has um, blessed us this far to be able to come to worship and to magnify him. I want to uh, I want to say welcome to everyone. If you are a guest here, we want to welcome you. And uh, so you can't hear our hand claps too well, but maybe you can hear our horn honks pretty well. So honk your horn to welcome our guest today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're so thankful for all of God's goodness and mercy. And I I am trying to uh, hurry up the process today due to the rain that's supposed to be on the way. So uh, that might work for your benefit. I might not be able to be too long today. And uh, so you'll get something to eat here pretty quick. But we're glad to have Brother and Sister Smith here with us. And it is an honor and a privilege of ours to have them here. And uh, glad that they are here with us. And I'm thankful for all of God's goodness and mercy and blessings. You know, we can look at all the things that are going on and we can complain about all kinds of things that are happening and things are not like they should be and things are definitely not like we want them to be. And uh, we can focus on that, or, or we can look at how good God has been to us and all the things that God has done for us and the mercy that God has bestowed upon us. And uh, our blessings still far outnumber our disappointments and our, our low points of life. And I'm thankful that I have a God that I can trust in, a God that I can hold to his hand, that he said he would never leave us nor forsake us, but he would go with us all the way, even unto the end of the world. Amen. We want to pray for those who are sick, that are battling sicknesses. Let's pray for them today. Let's pray especially for Sister Alice, Sister McKinley, Sister Jean, and ask the Lord to touch them. And I want to say thank you for those who have put the bags together that are taking them to the hospital and uh, giving them to the hospital workers there. And uh, we are thankful for that, for those who have got together this week and carried bags, gift bags to children and uh, the children that come on the buses and then our local children in our church. We do appreciate that very, very much. And I'm glad for all of you that are here today. Amen. Let's get quickly into the word of the Lord in case we have to stop quickly. But I want to look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, and uh, verse number 6 and verse number 8. The Lord kind of gave me this uh, back, I guess, in 2017, and uh, I taught this as a Bible lesson on Wednesday night. And so maybe I'll be more in a teaching mode today than, than just preaching. But 
I feel like I just felt all week that this is what the Lord would have me to go back and bring to our remembrance again. And uh, I have had an honor and a privilege to preach at some different places across uh, the country since uh, that time. And um, the Lord just kept placing this on my heart, and I've shared it in a lot of different places. And so you've probably heard it more than one time, but I want to bring it to our attention again today. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, the Bible is telling us here, it says, Therefore, the Apostle Paul is writing to the church of Corinth, Therefore, we are also confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. While we are home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. And then I want to skip verse number 7, and I want to look at verse number 8. It says, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Now, Lots of times we focus on verse number 8, or verse number 7, and uh, we, we forget what verse number 6 is talking about, and we forget very quickly what verse number 8 is talking about. The Bible is talking about getting from here and getting from this life to that life that is to come. In other words, getting from here to heaven. And the Bible tells us that, that as long as we are present in this body, we are absent from the Lord. And then we are confident, I say, and rather willing, we are willing to be absent from this body to have the opportunity and the privilege to be present with the Lord. As I was looking at this scripture, I was, I was reading this one day in my office and I, I got to looking at it, and we are, we are very familiar with verse number 7 that says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. And I got to looking at that, and I noticed this entire verse is held in parentheses, which, which can mean such as uh, you can read verse number 7 or verse number 6 and verse number 8 without reading verse number 7, and you get the same meaning. There's no difference in meaning that it means the same if you read it with or without verse number 7. But verse number 7 was added by the writer here. And this is just simply what I, what I think. The Apostle Paul was preaching or, or writing to the church at Corinth. And as he is writing, he is talking about getting from this life to the other side. And that's really what we are all trying to do. Although uh, we're not in any real hurry to get from here to glory, I don't guess, but if things continue on as they are, we might be in a little more of a rush than we were previously. But, but when we think about getting from here to glory, I think as Paul was writing this, he said, I need to go back and, and look at this, and I'm going to inject something right there. 
And I'm going to inject that between here and glory, there's a lot of walking by faith that's got to be done. There's a lot of walking by faith that must be done. We see this in verse number 7. I, 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 think, I think that, that the, Bible, the Bible states this out and makes it very clear that there are times in our relationship with God that God doesn't do a lot of talking to us. And, and God doesn't do a lot of, uh, lot of just uh, letting us know what is going to happen in the future and what's going to happen in our next step. But the Apostle Paul knew this because he was living life. And he knew what it was to be rejected. He knew what it was to be beaten. He knew what it was to be stoned. He knew what it was to be thrown in prison. And he was telling the church at Corinth, there's going to be a lot of times where you're not going to have, uh, if we could say it like this, the pat on the back, so to speak. But you've got to walk by faith. There is quiet times in living for God. As I look at the Word of God, the Word of God is, is split into two separate. It's called the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now, when we are reading the Word of God, the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is one page. The Old Testament ends. The New Testament begins. We just turn the page. And uh, there's lots of times in our in our reading the Word of God, we look at it like that, and we think, "Well, that didn't take too long, and that wasn't too uh, that wasn't too long of a quiet period there." But between the Old Testament and the New Testament is known as the quiet years, and this is some 400 years that had passed that there was no prophecy given that there was no no word from God it was very quiet but you know what people live by they live by faith on what they have already heard the prophets prophesy about and I want to tell you sometimes in our life sometimes in our walk with God we don't always get the pat on the back and we don't always hear the voice of God I I know that there's a lot of people that seems like that every time, every time they pray, they hear the audible voice of God. Well, I must confess, it don't always happen to me that way. There's lots of times I pray that I don't hear anything. There's lots of times that I pray that I don't feel anything. But why do I pray? I pray because I have faith and confidence that when I pray, God is listening. And when I pray, God cares. And when I pray, God is going to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. Amen. I think about Noah. Noah found grace, the Bible says, in the eyes of the Lord, in a wicked and a perverse generation, in a troubled time, in a horrible time where God looks down on man. And God sees the wickedness of mankind. And He said, I am going to destroy man off of the face of the earth that I created. But Noah, the Bible said, found grace in the eyes of the Lord in Genesis chapter 6 
and verse number 8. But God gives Noah a plan. We find this in Genesis 6 and 13 through 17. God gives Noah a plan. And He gave him the plan. And he said, I will, but, but with, with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy son's wife. God did not always, now think about this, from, from uh, chapter 6 and verse number 18, until the going into the ark. I believe it is in Genesis chapter 7, where God calls him to the ark. Now, for us, in reading, that takes probably about three and a half minutes. But in reality, in reality, that was somewhere around 120 years that Noah worked on the ark. That Noah built the ark without God coming by and talking to him. Now, we have no record that God ever spoke to Noah and come by and patted Noah on the back and said, Noah, you're doing a good job. Just keep up the work. But Noah walked by faith in what God had told him to do. I want to tell you today, church, that we are in a time of crisis. We are in the time of trouble. Amen. We are in the time of uncertainty. We are in the time of a lot of heartache and grief in this world. We are in the time of a lot of sickness in this world. We are in a time where people have no hope in this world. But I come here to tell you today that it might be quiet in your life. It might be quiet in our world. But I come to remind you that there's still a God that knows where we're at. That He knows what we're going through. That He knows what we're facing. And God is still in control of mankind. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine the disappointment that that Noah must have felt? Now God, I'm out here doing work. And people are laughing at me. People are, are ridiculing me. People are making fun of me. People are telling me, rain? I've never seen rain before. What are you talking about? God's going to destroy the earth with water. We've never seen anything like that before. What are you building? I'm building an ark. What for? Because it's coming a storm. Amen. God didn't come by and tell him every day, keep up the good work. Amen. I want to tell you today, if God hasn't spoke to you in a long time, you rest assured that God still hears, that God still cares, and God still knows where you're at in life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just keep the faith. Keep on walking. Keep on walking. Because we walk by faith. Getting from here to glory is a long journey sometimes. Getting from here to heaven is a long walk sometimes. But we've got to learn to walk 
by faith. No matter what our eyesight is telling us. That's the reason why we've gathered in this parking lot today. Not because we just needed something to do, but because we needed the insurance of God. The reassurance of God. That God, I know you hear me. God, I know that you care about me. God, I know that you're there for me. I've been water baptized in the name of Jesus. I've been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm walking with God, and I know everything's going to be all right as long as I hold to the hand of God. Amen. 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 See, just a few short minutes for us in reading the Word of God, but a long 120 years for Noah. Noah entered into the ark, but that was not the end of it. The storm came. The flood began to come. And God gets quiet again. God gets silent again. He's in the ark. Can you imagine the stink, the filth that was going on in there? The sickness floating on that boat in that, in that storm. Rain pounding on the side of the ark. This is what I can't understand. This is what I can't understand about people that when they have a trial or when they face trouble in life, they want to give up living for God and they want to step away from God and walk away from God. Amen. Don't let the devil sell you that bill of goods. Amen. If there's ever been a time where we need to draw close to God, Amen. Noah didn't want to jump out of the ark in the time of the storm, but he was thankful it might, it might be rough in here, but it's better being in here than it is being on the outside. God has provided us a place of safety. Stay in the church. Stay committed to God. Don't walk away from God. Don't step away from God. But draw closer to Him. Hallelujah. 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 Then for 40 days and 40 nights, somewhere around 150 days, no word, no word was given. But Noah just remained faithful, believing that God would provide. And you know what? Verse number 1 of chapter number 8, it's like it went from from chapter number 7 to chapter number 8, and like the page of, of life just turned, and it changed all. It just changed from bad to good. It from hopeless to hope. Amen. And God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. I come to tell somebody today, the devil's told you that God don't even know your name and God don't care about you and God has forgotten about you. I come to remind you, 
God remembered Noah. Verse number one of chapter number eight. I come to tell somebody that God's about to turn a page in your life's history book. That God's about to turn a page in our life's history book. God remembers His church. God remembers His people. God remembers the people that are called by His name. Amen. Amen. And every living thing, every bit of cattle, everything that was breathing on that ark, God remembered. Amen. I think about Abram. We know him as Abraham, the faithful, known as a friend of God. And we would all like to have that reference to our name as known as a friend of God. Amen. He was called the faithful. He was called, but we find from the time that he was called and given a promise to the fulfillment of the promise There was a long, for us, just a few short chapters of reading. But for Abram, as we know as Abraham, it was a long 20 years in the process before he ever, he ever, he ever received the promise. But the Bible said that he staggered not at the promises of God. He just kept on a-walking. I come to remind you today, Even though it's quiet right now. Hallelujah. 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 Even though you might not have the answer that you want right now. Even though you might be struggling right now. Even though you might be fighting battles in life right now. Even though you might have trouble on the job right now. Even though you might not have a job right now. Even though you might not have a future right now. I come to remind you we're in a quiet time. But God is still on the throne. We're going through a quiet time. But God still hears. God still answers prayer. And God still cares about His church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 20 20 long years for Abraham. Just a few short chapters for us. Amen. But we must stay in the will and in the plan of the Almighty God. We must let our life faithfully rest in the hand of God. And realize that we walk by faith and not by sight. We must have a personal relationship with God and a personal devotion. Amen. We've lived off the, of the luxury so long of God and enjoying the presence and the power that is generated inside the church building by faithful saints of God who have prayed the power down before we ever got there. And we have enjoyed that. But I want to tell you now is not the time to walk away or slack up. But now is a time that God is calling each and every one of us 
to a personal devotion and have a personal plan of serving and worshiping and dedicating to God. Amen. Amen. Walk by faith. We've got to learn how to walk by faith. We've got to learn how to pray by faith. You've got to learn how to read your Bible by faith. You've got to learn how to witness by faith. You've got to learn how to come to the house of God by faith. You've got to learn how to just keep on keeping on by faith. Don't let the distractions of this world hinder you from your faithfulness and your dedication and your relationship with God. Although it's quiet, God's still listening. Hallelujah. 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 When you are committed to God, you don't always need a pat on the back. Amen. Amen. Things are so different now. You may not get the phone call. You may not get the pat on the back. You may not get that, that a boy. But I want to tell you that just because you don't doesn't mean that God's not watching. You just keep on walking by faith. Amen. Keep on Living for God by faith. Keep on trusting in God and having your faith in Him. Today, if you're under the sound of my voice and you don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost, if you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, let me introduce you to Jesus Christ. It is the best thing that can ever happen to you in your life. Can I get a witness today? Amen. You say even in these troubled times, Oh, yes. In the last few weeks, I've went to the Lord in prayer multiple times. And I've told God, God, I don't know what people do without you. I don't know how I would make it right now if it was not for your helping hand in my life. And I want to tell you today, if you don't know him, there's no better time than right now to get to know him in the power of the Holy Ghost. If there's a backslider that is listening to us, Maybe you're in the parking lot. Maybe you're listening on the air. I want to tell you today, there's not a lot of time left, but there's no time like right now to make your calling and election sure. There's no time like right now to come back home to God and say, God, I want to get things right between me and you. I want to start walking with you again. Oh, come back to the house of God. Come back to where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. 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 You mean right now? Yes. I mean right now. You mean today? Yes. I mean today. 
You mean while it's quiet and God's not doing a lot of talking to us? Yes, I mean right now. Why? How do I know that God hears? Because God's Word tells us that He hears. God's Word informs us that we just got to walk by faith. What does that mean, walking by what we know is right? Doing what we know to do. Amen. I'm brought back to the message I preached a few weeks ago. When I don't know what to do, I just go back and refer to rule number one. I just do what I know to do. And that's just keep on trusting in God and keep on holding on to the hand of God and keep on believing in God. And I know that God is going to make a way somehow. God is going to perform a miracle. You say, God, why do we go through such trial? Why do we face such test? Why do we have to go through these things? We're going to understand it better by and by. But this one thing we can rest assured is in the middle of the test, in the middle of the trial, in the middle of the hardship, in the middle of the heartache. God was always there. God was always there. God was always there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't we just for a moment right now, why don't we lift our voices together and let's pray that God would help and strengthen every person today under the sound of my voice, that God would give us a touch from heaven, that God would comfort and strengthen you today. And I know that some of you are dealing with this, or God would not have me to preach this to you today, that it's quiet in your life right now, that God hasn't given you that reassurance in a while. That you might have even questioned God in prayer. God, where are you at? It's a proven fact that God heard you. Because He sent a word to you today. It's a proven fact that God heard your prayer. Because God has sent a word to you today. It's just a quiet time. But we're still walking. By faith. We're still walking by faith. And we're just going to keep on walking by faith. We're going to keep on trusting in the hand of God. We're going to keep on believing in God. Because God is in control. As they play this song, I want us just to spend a moment's time of worshiping and praising God and God helping us today and God strengthening us today. Why don't you close your eyes and open your, your mouth and praise and worship to God. Thank God for His help today. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. There's nothing that's too big for our God. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's worship Him together right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Give us patience, God. Give us strength, God. Give us help from heaven right now, God. There's no problem too big for God. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's going to see you through. He's going to help you. He's going to strengthen you. He's about to turn the page from the, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. He's about to speak. He's about to work. He's about to strengthen. He's about to bless. Just keep waiting on the Lord. Just keep waiting on the Lord. He'll renew your strength. He'll renew your strength. He'll renew your strength today. Believe Him right now. Believe Him right now. Believe Him right now. Believe Him right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We've got to believe that God is ordering our steps today. We've got to believe that a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. You just got to wait on Him. You got to trust in Him. When you can't see Him, He's working. When you don't feel it, He's still working. Hallelujah! I believe you today, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I worship you today, Lord. I worship you today. I worship you today, God. Hallelujah. You believe it today? If you believe it, why don't you just raise your hands and praise Him for it right now? Oh, do you believe that God's in control today? Nothing has caught God by surprise. God already has an escape route working. I'm just going to wait on you, Jesus. I'm just going to I'm not going to turn back. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up.
Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here today, tonight at uh, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock tonight, we'll have service again here in the parking lot if it's not raining. If it's raining, we'll be doing service from inside on the Internet. Thank you so much for being here. To our guests, so glad that you're here with us today. Lord bless you. 